Welcome to Just Sayin', a podcast produced by and recorded at Tri-State Worship Center. Now here are your hosts, Allison Gardner and Pastor Terry Wagner. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Just Saying Podcast. Welcome back. It it's been, been 83 years. Yeah, for real, though. Where you been? <laughs> oh, we picked up right where we left right off. Left off. <laughs> Nothing changed. We're the same. Um, yeah. Just older. And hopefully yeah. wiser. Yes. I mean, well, I would hope so. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe, I don't know. Did you lose some of it? I think I have. Uh, I think what happens man. is as I get older, it leaks. Oh. The wisdom just leaks out of me. <laughs> it <laughs> oozes. Right. From the ear canal. <laughs> mm, wow. All right. I would not want to see that. That might be an infection. You should get yeah, it checked maybe. out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's wisdom. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think you need to have that looked at. <laughs> should see a doctor. <laughs> Hello, doctor. Or at least You're someone not a doctor. who stayed at the Holiday Inn Express. Right. Last right. Time. Yeah. Wow. It's been a minute, it hasn't has. it? It has. It um, has. We, I'm really happy to be here. I'm, I'm glad you're here. happy to be back. Yes. Today, today, and I know you won't hear this for probably a couple of weeks, today was Allison's first day as a student at Marshall University. Yes, it was. Go Herd. Go Herd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. It was uh, it was a good day. Good. It was. Good. Yeah. Uh, it's weird to be a college student. I think the weirdest part is I don't have like a certain group of people that I'm eating lunch with like every single day. <laughs> yeah, like true. It's yeah. not the same people and I can do other things. Yeah. I can do what I want. Yeah. But it's also really nice to like like set any lunch by yourself. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't <laughs> think so, but like it's, it's so, enjoyable. Yeah, it's peaceful. Yeah. Well, I try that, but... I'm so popular. Uh, Here we go. That no matter yes. where I go. I roll. <laughs> Someone always wants to join me. And I'm like. And that is like, a humble brag. They're like, what are you doing? I was like, I was just going to eat this sandwich and try to read this book. <laughs> oh, well, let's you mind talk if about I join it. You? <laughs> um, if you would like to sit there and are watch gonna, me read, then yes. You want to read over my shoulder or, or should I read out loud? I turn the book around and say, read to me while I eat. <laughs> I mean, that would be that helpful. Would right, be nice. Then you wouldn't get yeah. stuff on the book. It would kind of be like an audio book. Yeah. <laughs> right? They have to have a good voice, though, because like a bad voice will ruin an audio book okay. for me. Oh. So like in, like when they start reading and I'm yeah. taking a bite of my hamburger yeah. and it's not a good voice, no, 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 I, I'm like, no. Sorry. stop, stop, Sorry. stop. Yeah. No. You do a spit take. Next. <laughs> you spit your hamburger out. <laughs> Tyler, you would be a good yes. reader. You think yes. so? Yes. Oh, thank you. Yes. yes. I, I I do. I had a, a video. I know we have a topic to talk about today, <laughs> but I had we'll to, get there. I, I had a video I wanted to do for a church service yesterday, and I did the video. I did the voiceover. I picked the music, and everybody that previewed it said that stinks. Where's Tyler? Exactly. That needs the Tyler touch. And so I sent him the stuff, and he voiceovered it and oh. new music, and everybody's like, "This is so wonderful." <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you don't consult him, like we were saying. The video was the same. It was just the music and the voice were different. That's, that's the only thing that changed. <laughs> it makes all the difference. I think I have a pleasing voice. You a do. You voice. do. You do. But I think you do. Yeah. But I don't know how to use it like Tyler does. <laughs> yeah. He just has a way. It's the radio training. It, it is. True. Yeah. 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 
Hey, what are we talking about today? Well, <laughs> on a lighter note, not. <laughs> not. Okay. Actually, I need to introduce the season. because You I, do. That's right. Season. I forgot. Um, okay. Let's start over. Ready? Go. <laughs> Three, two, one. Well, I mean, I haven't introduced myself either, so I probably should do that too. All right. These um, people know who you are by now. Yeah, Allison. I would assume so. Producer. But I mean, <laughs> I I am Allison Gardner. I don't I don't think I said that. Here with Pastor Terry Wagner. Hello. Yeah, and uh, Tyler Staten. Hello, hello. Yes, it's good to be here. Um, this is season four of our podcast. It's been Quattro. a crazy ride. Yes. And we are here at season four. And this season, we are looking at issues of culture through the lens of scripture. Mm. Like so. pop, pop culture? I'm good at that. Okay, yeah. I mean, pop culture. <laughs> hold, just hold bit. on to just that, Tyler. Bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, PT, I mean, what do you think about this season? Issues of culture. You know, it. it I, I, obviously, the, the world is a mess right now. Right. Right? And a lot of different things going on, a lot of things happening. Uh, we went through this season of... of pandemic and racial strife and and just political atmosphere and just everything seems to be in an upheaval. And uh, it's a good thing that for me personally that I have this thing called the Bible mm-hmm. and a relationship with God that helps me to navigate this craziness that we're going through. Mm-hmm. And uh, But in, in going through that and navigating these difficult times, it does draw me closer to my relationship with God, because it helps me get through these things, because not just for my own family, not just for my own life, but, you know, for the community of faith that the Lord's let me have the privilege of being the, the shepherd of, um, man, it's it's just been a crazy 18 months, yeah. for sure. For real. For sure. For real. It's uh, No, for sure. Oh, I'm sorry. For for sure. <laughs> All right. For rizzle. <laughs> Uh, No, that's all right. That's all right. Um, But yeah, I totally agree. Thought that um, there's a lot that we can cover. Absolutely. And so that's what we're going to do. If you are going to get mad at us, I mean, not if, when you get mad at us, (laughs) I should say that. Uh, Just remember that uh, we are coming from a biblical position, hopefully. I think a lot of the stuff in this season will be opinions Explain, explain what your thing is with. Well, I think, I think that. two, uh, I, and I, there's three levels of of thought here. One is convictions, one is yes. beliefs, and one is opinions. But in all three of those, and I'll I'll tell you what those three are real quick. But in all three of those, they're informed by my, my relationship with yeah. God and the scriptures. Yeah. And so, my convictions are those things that I'll die for. Right. Jesus was the only son of God. He died on the cross. He was buried, resurrected. Those kinds of things. Those are convictions that if someone stuck a gun to my head and said, deny Jesus or die, pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to die for that. And then there are beliefs. I have certain beliefs. I don't I don't think it's good for Christians to drink alcohol or to smoke cigarettes or, or to use foul language. Those are beliefs that I'm not going to die for, but I'll fight you for them, mm-hmm. yeah. right? I'll, I'll fight you for those. And then there are opinions. And, and I think one of the biggest problems in the world today is that we've taken opinions and put them in the place of convictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really what I think has called, caused a lot of tension and a lot of friction uh, in the world today. But all three levels of that, convictions, beliefs, and opinions, all of those for me, and I believe for the other two people in the room, informed by God and Scripture. And so even though we may not throw out a lot of, you know, verse, chapter, Mm -hmm. book, 
the things that we're saying are informed by what mm-hmm. we've learned through scripture. Yeah. Right, right. So. And if and if we you or anybody were to challenge those opinions, I would expect them to be backed up by scripture. Right. Because if you're gonna challenge my opinion based on whatever you want to say and there's no scripture to back it up, that doesn't matter to me. Right. I mean, scripture is the ultimate authority for for us and for this podcast. So um that's where we're coming from. Hopefully you can give us some grace and we'll give you some grace on those opinions and stuff. But uh today we're talking about the pandemic. The pandemic. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Ooh. Mm, yeah. It's been a trip. It has been. <laughs> wow. Yes, it has been. Yes. Long, long, and, long. And it ain't over. Nope. Hang on, yeah. kitties, because yeah. it's not over. <laughs> right. So, uh, I mean, it's been on all of our minds. If you haven't been uh, living in isolation <laughs> for the past year and a half, right. uh, you've heard of it. Yeah. So, uh, this applies to everyone. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I know we got a lot of different. I'm I'm hoping that we'll get some conversation on different opinions and so. things like that. Uh, but this, I feel like over the past year, this has been the main thing on the minds of every person in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty important thing to discuss. Um, my first question is, what has been some of the struggles that you have had in regards to the pandemic over the past year? Well, I think, of course, I have to. I th- I need to break it down into two categories: one for the church and one for me personally. Okay, gotcha. you know, as far as the church goes, I mean, besides the obvious things, you know, you lose out on connectivity when when this pandemic hits, and all of a sudden you can't meet regularly like like you had been meeting. Suddenly, you you lose that connection with people, which is what the community of faith is all about. And then you're navigating whether you're in-house or whether you're virtual, whether you're uh, trying to answer questions uh, from two different opinions from people, and you're trying to find the balance, you're trying to protect the flock. I mean, um, how what my struggles have been are all of those. Mm-hmm. Um you know, even keeping the pandemic in front of people, because you we we went through ebbs and flows, ups and downs, and when when things were seemingly starting to kind of fade a little bit, people were letting down their guard. People were thinking that we're going back to normal, which I don't think there is such a thing as normal anymore. So the struggle was, you know, trying to just navigate the waters and keep the flock safe. And keep us moving in a in the right direction to keep the good news of Jesus Christ going forward. Because even if even if it's a pandemic, people still still need good news, and the good news is not good news if it doesn't arrive in time. And so we needed to continue to to move forward, get better at our virtual uh, reach. Which I, I feel like, you know, if anything really got uh, honed in was was that virtual reach that we have. And, and then we went through that, that uh, the period where like we had to take half of our chairs down in the sanctuary to allow for that distancing thing that, that everybody was talking about. We took temperatures at the door. We, we asked people to wear a face covering coming in the, the building, uh, had people enter in one door and exit out a different door so that they weren't crossing paths with another group of people coming in. And, and all of this while trying to balance... Um, different levels of faith, 
You know, some people that are like, God's going to protect me. I'm going to be fine. I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to do all this stuff versus some people that said, you know, this is a serious thing. And, and I, I, I want to protect my family. I want to protect myself. I want to protect the community of faith. And as a pastor, you're kind of in the middle of that. You're trying to balance that. You don't. I don't want to look at somebody and say, "Well, you're that's just crazy for you to have say that that's faith. That's just that's not faith. That's not uh, that's just being ignorant." But you, I don't. Want, I would never say that. If you got that kind of faith, hallelujah. But then I can't look at somebody else that maybe doesn't have that level of faith and say, "What's wrong with you? You know, you need to step it up a little bit." And so I think as a church, it's it's been a real struggle just to navigate doing the right things and. Uh, you know, making the right moves. We had people that would watch it online who refused to come to church because I was not requiring people to wear a mask the entire time they were in the building. Mm. But then I had other people that said, if you require people to wear masks the entire time they're in the building, we can't come because I can't, I've got asthma or I can't breathe or or I won't come because I, I, don't, I don't feel like that I should have to do that. So, in the end of all of that, I think God gave us a brain and he wants us to use it. And so I think we have to stop and, and try to be informed um, and let the Lord just kind of help us and lead us and guide us. And so as a church, it was, it is, still is, uh, it's a struggle yeah. and, and it's it's hard. For me personally, I mean, I, I contracted the, the virus back in January of this year and uh, fortunately it was what I would consider a mild case uh, according to standards of some of the people in our congregation that got really sick that ended up in the hospital. Uh, but uh, my symptoms were not challenging. My symptoms were not bad, but I was isolated from this community of faith, from people. And, and that goes all the way back to what I said first. The connectivity of all of this really has just been a struggle just to stay in touch with people, people mm-hmm. that don't want to get out, people that uh, you know are still trying to stay at home and you're trying to make sure they're still staying connected and 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 so church wide as well as personal wide it, it's it's been a challenge no doubt yeah no doubt for sure Tyler what I'm about sorry. you what challenges have you had to face the past year and a half I think the the biggest thing just speaking of myself and we were talking about this a little bit before I'm a people person I I feed off of people. I enjoy being around people. So the isolation was a little bit, uh, I don't want to say uncomfortable, but, you know, I got a little antsy, you know, during the quarantine, you know, staying at home all the time and mm-hmm. and um, obviously trying to keep the young ones entertained. Yeah. Uh, but th- that was also something that I feel was challenging with, uh, you know, our youngest, Cash. He, there's <laughs> several of his cousins that he just really doesn't know yet because we've not been able to be around them, you know? And, um, of course, uh, my niece, Hannah, you know, had the rhabdoid tumor and, right. you know, and all that stuff, which she's, she's cancer free and praise, praise the Lord. Hallelujah for that. Um, uh, but they're still being extra cautious. And so not, not being able to spend time with family has been tough because, you know, I love my family. Um, and also kind of being that, that head of household, that, that, you know, kind of, you know, leader in the family to say, you know, this is what, this is, you know, what we're being asked to do. This is what we need to do. This is what makes everybody feel safe. Um, but also, you know, trying to find a way to make everybody happy, you know, and I don't know, it's just, it's, that's probably been the most difficult thing is like, 
the differences in opinions, even within families, you mm. know, I'm not going over there or I'm not, you know, nobody's coming over here and, uh, or I need you to come over here because I need this done and I need help with this. Well, I don't want to, you know, expose yeah. you if I've been exposed and, and things like that. It's just. It's like you were uh, a pastor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which one thing that you said that I, I kind of left out of was the importance of family yeah. and all that. And my two children are both involved in the medical field yeah. and they were kind of on the leading edge of everything that's going on. You know, I could get informed by, you know, hey, the numbers are going up. Hey, yeah. we're having to do, you know, where, where I work, we're trying, we're going to start uh, doing testing here and testing there back in the early days. And so I, I had a, like an early snapshot of stuff just because of, of where they work. But yeah. we, we have a family meal every Sunday after church that ended. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it ended. And truthfully, even to this day, it hasn't fully come back. Um Last Thanksgiving, last East, uh, last Christmas, uh, we Christmas we had each family come one at a time. Yeah. Right on Monday night, my daughter and her family came. We had dinner with them. Um, Tuesday night we were supposed to have dinner with my son, but we did that by Zoom. They were at their house, we were at our house, <laughs> and it's just again just so weird. Weird. Yeah. There's really no other way to describe weird. it. Yeah. It's definitely not you know what you want. What about you, boss? How'd you handle it all? Yeah, it was a uh, it was a whole lot for me. <laughs> I mean, it was just there was so much all at once, and all the information and all the misinformation. Oh, yeah. Everybody has this opinion. These people have this one, and you're not going to win either way. Right. Um, and uh, it was it was very frustrating mm. for me. Uh, and so I kind of. Uh, checked out at the beginning. I just didn't even want anything to do with it. And I feel like that was a privilege for me because I wasn't in a position where I needed to have an opinion on everything. So I could just live my life and just go about it. Right. Um, but then you had those moments where you're just faced with uh, people trying to push push it on you and you need to know what you believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was that was tough. But I was just, it was, it was very frustrating for me. Um, and then the whole thing with, um, you know, just the culture of fear surrounding it, uh, was insane in my Mm -hmm. opinion. And just the way that we have given up so much, um, for the sake of fear, uh, even in my own family, it was very, very hard, um, and uh, trying to balance, trying to, you know, think rationally about things while also trying to be compassionate towards other yeah. people. Um, so that was just some of the struggles that I had. I know that so many people struggled through so many different things the past year. And uh, it's just, it was one of those times where you have to be able to say, this was my experience. This wasn't the experience of everyone. And right. we have to give grace to the people who have different experiences than us because just because you have your list of facts and your list of statistics behind you and you have your own opinions that people can use whatever information they want to form their own opinion. Um, And so my problem was we got to the point where uh, people would just shut down anyone else who thought differently than them. Uh, and, and, not, and not just over the pandemic issues, right. but over that's kind of become, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. 
it's just well, and it almost it's it's very relative, and and you know the whole mask. No, mask no mask was almost like your 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 elephant <laughs> right and your donkey <laughs> and your donkey donkey yeah. like yeah. it was i mean i can remember i think it was holly was telling a story one time about how she was at walmart and forgot her mask and somebody yelled at her or said mm-hmm. something to her but then josh had a similar story where he had a mask and somebody you know made mask, a comment to him for having mask a mask shamed him yeah, yeah. mask shame yeah. and it's just crazy yeah. the world we live in yeah. well and and it's it is kind of it's unfortunate that we have gotten to the point where um, so many people are informed by social media mm-hmm. now. Yeah. That that's where your information comes from is social media, and 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 I'm not I'm not really throwing stones, and I'm not blaming people that do that because the simple fact is, in, in my younger years, mm-hmm. um, which I'll be 62 in just a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, you know, David Brinkley and Chet Huntley, who were the NBC newscasters, they did something that doesn't happen anymore, and that is they just reported the news. The news. Mm-hmm. They just reported it. You get to form your own mm-hmm. opinion. You get to form, form your own narrative. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen anymore. And so if this particular network doesn't say it the way I want them to say it, I can just turn it to another network, and they'll say it the way I want them to mm-hmm. say it. And if they don't say it the way I want them to say it, I just go to Facebook or go to Instagram or go to this. Or go. So I, it's unfortunate that what started out as, you know, here's a news report that there yeah. was a fire at a, a at a chemical plant but now it's there's a fire at a chemical plant, and it happened because government regulations have been eased, and the political guy here and the poli- yeah. and it's like no, no, yeah. no, no, and, and and then to take that even a step further, what you guys are saying is that if whatever my litany of questions is is different than yours, then somehow we we can't get along. Mm-hmm. Somehow we can't coexist in the same room yeah and and that just takes it to that next level that that causes people then to get angry and mm-hmm. start doing violent things yeah. and saying ugly stuff and I just think it's ridiculous myself mm-hmm. I yeah agree. for real sorry sorry <laughs> just saying let me get oh there you go let me first get off, time let me get off this, yeah uh, Tyler gets a $50 bonus today <laughs> If only. <laughs> Don't tell them that. <laughs> they already know. I've already got that $50. It's just in your pocket. Right. Oh, Come on, send it in. You can send it. <laughs> oh, boy. So uh, my next one is, uh, what were your first thoughts in March of 2020, and how have they evolved to August of 22021? I think you were with us. In Gatlinburg, yes, yes, we were <laughs> right, at Winterfest. Right, we were on our yes. way. We were on our way we when it started to hitting. Winterfest. And we we had rented this huge cabin, yeah. that was going to hold forty five people, and we'd already rented that. And on our way to Gatlinburg, we get the news that the the conference that we were going to Winterfest in, in Knoxville had been canceled. Mm-hmm. And so we decided, nope, we're going to go on anyway. We've already rented the cabin, and and that was the birthplace of what is now Journey Fest, which True. is True that. We kind True of that. took Winterfest and made it our own. Yeah. Um, but if you remember, we made a funny video. We yeah. did make a I was just talking about that video well, the other day. <laughs> I just saw it I, for some reason. It popped up on my Facebook about 
about how we were going to come to church and be greeted by people. You yeah. know, we use the hand sanitizer, mm-hmm. and my favorite part is Michael, Michael Aaron getting and his hands sprayed with the Lysol. Lysol. Yeah, uh, and, and and it was a joke. Yeah. Yeah. It w- really was. It was just It was so just a funny. joke. Yeah. It wasn't it, and it was a very funny video. Yeah. If you get a chance go to the TSWC <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> it was a good you can look it up. Um and, and and if you'll remember at that time it was 15 days to flatten the curve, mm-hmm. right? I mean yeah. that's yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. this is going to be over. This, right. yep. And then all of a sudden here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Eight, 18 months later. Yeah. Um and and I am I don't know if I should confess this. How many listeners do we have? Like millions? <laughs> yes. Yeah. More than Stephen Four. Furtick. <laughs> <laughs> no, just more likes. Yes. I mean, more higher rating. More higher, higher rating. rating. Yes. Um, I'm a skeptic <laughs> at heart. Yeah. I mean, in in the bare bones of who I am, I'm a skeptic. Um, even in some things of, of faith. Hmm. Um I'll go as far as, as kind of putting some putting a framework to it. If someone comes to me and says, the Lord told me to tell you, my immediate response is I'm skeptic. Yeah. I'm a skeptic of that. Right. Okay. I'm not saying they're right. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying my immediate, immediate response, response. Yeah. is I'm skeptical. And that's kind of what I was when all this happened mm-hmm. is that I was just skeptical. But as time progressed, I mean, it became obvious that this thing was serious. This was not something to be played with. And and uh, we had several people affected in our community of faith. We had a few people that were hospitalized. You know, we didn't really have anybody that had passed away from from the virus, but we did have someone who attends our church who had a family member that passed away. And so we, you know, I recognize, wow, okay, th- this is not something that's going to go away in 15 days. This is something that's, that's kind of serious. And, and so then you start collecting information. And like you already said, Allison, there was so much of it out there that was not coming from the same funnel. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, you could ask 10 people questions about masks, and you're going to get 10 different answers. Yeah. And what the skeptic, <laughs> the skeptic guy <laughs> needs somebody to say, here it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is the truth, and this is what you need. And we weren't getting that. No, we weren't getting that from anybody. Yeah. And so I had to take all that information and try to make the best decisions that I could make. Mm-hmm. Obviously, praying about that and seeking the Lord, but also there are times when you know you can pray about it and seek the Lord, and there's not a the booming voice like yeah. mine that comes from heaven <laughs> and says, you know, okay, yeah. Terry, do this. Yeah. yeah. And so you just you have to make a decision. Right. And and so I bec- I found myself in that place of um, of navigating that that difficulty. As a matter of fact, I can remember sitting here right now, the first real challenge to me was we have a grandmother that attends our church whose grandson lives with her. He had gone to Myrtle Beach. Well, Myrtle Beach, if you'll remember, Myrtle Beach was the first real hot spot for all this. He came back on a Saturday and she was in church on Sunday. He wasn't with her, but he lives with her. Tuesday, he tested positive. Hmm. And suddenly, what had been kind of at arm's length it was there. It was, right here. was in my face. Right here at the door. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm like, what am I going to do? And so, you know, I called the health department and talked to them about what was going on. I called our, our state office for the denomination that we're connected to to get their opinion about uh, what we, we should do. And again, you collect all this information mm-hmm. and then you try to make an informed decision. Right. I, I'm not going to sit here and say that every decision I made in the last 18 months has been the right one. Mm-hmm. 
I, I can say that they were the decisions that I made based on what I knew and and discerned at that moment was the right decision to make. Uh, and and I, I just think that um, well, it's just a it was just a struggle during that time. And the thing to remember is that nobody, no, yeah. nobody, you know, thought that they would be in a position like this. Nobody saw mm-hmm. this coming. I mean, literally, we're driving, we're in vans, <laughs> right, driving yeah. down the highway, and yeah. all of a sudden, people's phones start blowing yeah. up. It's like, oh, my school's closed. Oh, yeah. mine's not oh. closed. Oh, never mind. Yeah, Here yeah, we go. We're closed. closed. closed yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I'm out for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like. It was such a at, celebration. At that, yeah, at that <laughs> it point was, it, was. it was. It was like we were so excited, awesome, yes. you know. And I, I'm a, I teach, so for me it was a vacation too. <laughs> so I was excited. Yeah. But nobody, we're all trying to navigate this the best way we know how, mm-hmm. and it, and at a time where we should have, and and I won't say that there weren't people who who loved and did mm-hmm. the best they could and did what they thought was best but there was just there wasn't enough of it mm-hmm. to see the way that some people handled it was just very saddening mm-hmm. yeah 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 that was my i mean that was what we all were challenged to do was you know you get the information and you have to decide for yourself like what am i going to believe and then just we it got to the point where I think at one point everybody knew that nobody knew what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. And good. then well said. <laughs> we've come around and we've gotten to a place. I say we, but I mean like I hope I'm not here, but a lot of people have gotten to the place where they are ready to pounce and say that their opinion is just the right one. Right, and yeah. we're we're not at the place anymore where we can say, okay, we're we can have a difference of opinion here. It's just an automatic demonization of anybody yeah. who disagrees with you, even when the information is still evolving. Yeah. We still don't know what we're doing. Like it's still just a step by step thing. And it was just so it just tore people apart. Yeah. It was just how many people do you think now feel marginalized because they voiced an opinion about something that someone just shouted them down? Yeah. yeah. And the next time it, that they have an opportunity to do that, they're probably going, oh, mm-hmm. I don't think I, I don't want to say nothing, you know? Yeah. And, and you're, you're right. I mean, even from the top government as, and scientific uh, organization, I mean, it just seemed like that their, their information to us Changed. Oh yeah, it's regularly. still changing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I and I get it. Listen, twagner nine seven seven at gmail dot com. If you want to send in some hate email or some <laughs> loving email, uh, that's where you need to send it to. But I, I get it that information changes. Mm-hmm. I get that. I I, I understand that. Uh, when when we put guys on the moon, that when they were on their way and something happened, the information changed, and we had to reprioritize things. Yeah. I get all that. But I think in this situation, I don't know that we're dealing with, you know, just being able to to move with the situation. I I think that the, politic, the politicizing of it all, the monetizing of it all, mm-hmm. it's just gotten crazy mm-hmm. out of control to where you get to a point where people are like, well, this is what I want to do. And you almost think, okay, we'll yeah. do that because I don't know what to believe. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to right, think right. anymore, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, I'm glad you got it all figured out. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and maybe, again, to my skeptical being, that's the problem, is that there isn't— if I have a, 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 a concern, spiritual concern, I can go to the Bible, 
right? I mean, it, just read it and, and, and interpret it, get an understanding of it, and good. But that's not how this thing's working. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not how this pandemic's played out. It's not like you can just go to the CDC website. God bless them. They're not inerrant. They're, <laughs> I, I, oh, man. I was listening to a, a doctor the other day, and he, I actually watching the video of him, and he would turn his phone around to show the website, CDC website, mm-hmm. and he's talking about uh, some of the results of some of the mask research that they've done. Mm-hmm. And this doctor says, here's, here's research that they did with two beauty salon employees. That was the actual research was two beauty salon <laughs> employees. And then like 340 uh, Navy men that were on a boat contained, yeah. right? But then there's a, a research that was done out of Denmark that had 3,500 people part of the research. And the comment from the CDC was there was not a big enough sample mm-hmm. for them to be able to say that this was accurate. Well, you, you just told me that you could go to two beauty salon people <laughs> and get your and yeah. so again yeah. I, and, and this is not this is not Terry Wagner kicking dirt on the CDC. Mm-hmm. It's just using that as an example right. of and I love the way you said it that we, you know that everybody doesn't know anything or yeah. however it was that yeah. you said that. Well, was, I mean, <laughs> it's it got to the point where you know, all hail the CDC in this in the CDC we trust. Like you scared that's me where just we then. put <laughs> that's where we put our hope. I, I, you're like right. that's where so many people. It was just it got to the point where rather than coming to church, you know, we look at the numbers and that is what how we live our lives. That's what we that's what we live for. And I I do think that we should do our research and be sure, cautious and things absolutely. like that. But whenever it gets to the point where that is the all-consuming thing of your life, there's something wrong. Yeah. Like that's not how we're commanded in scripture to live. Um, and I mean, living in fear, that's just completely unbiblical. Yeah. yeah. So it was just, it was, yeah. Let me at least say this before we move on to the next question. Take comfort in the fact that none of this was a surprise to God. Yes, yeah. yes. That's where the comfort comes right. from. Right. I, I, I am a born again Christian. Mm-hmm. I have, I have my sins are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, who was the only begotten Son of the Father. That Father is God Almighty, yeah. and none of this was a surprise to Him. Mm-hmm. Now. Did he give us the roadmap? Did he speak into our lives to tell us exactly what to do? Again, I, I go back to, you know, the, the Lord gave us a brain. And and I think like, when he said brain, I think some people thought he said rain and they ran for shelter <laughs> because they just won't stop long enough to think about yeah. mm-hmm. what they're saying and what they're doing. But I, I think that when we have that relationship with God and we use his word as our basic instruction before leaving earth, Bible, um, then that gives us a certain comfort that we don't have to be fearful. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's not a reason to be fearful. Exactly. When my number comes up, whenever that is, and I'm telling you, I don't know what's happened in the last two weeks. I, I, I don't know. I, my hormones are out of whack. I'm just so emotional. Uh, that, you know, I, I, you get to be 62, you do start thinking about, okay, well, you know, it's not going to be as long as it has been. Yeah. You know, everybody's, oh, it's just midlife. I don't know anybody that's 100, <laughs> 112. I don't right, know. Right, right. You know? um, and, and the only comfort that I have is knowing that God's in control. Yeah. yeah. Amen. That's, you know, that was... I think that was what my conviction was during the whole thing was no matter what 
the science, quote unquote, science says, no matter what my neighbor says, no matter what the the government's decisions are, I'm going to follow scripture and I'm going to keep living out my faith. That's not going to change based on what anyone else says. And um, whenever we let chaotic things like this distract us from that one thing, I mean, what a life of hopelessness because like we said, there is no concrete answer to this, but scripture, that's the only concrete that we have. It is. And so cling to scripture. I mean, why, why cling to something that shifts and ebbs and flows and is frankly ungodly, like in, in times when we have scripture to cling to. So if you're going to jump on a bandwagon, jump on the scripture bandwagon. Exactly. So, uh, my next question is how has the pandemic changed how you view the world? Well, I got a really short answer on that one, (laughs) believe it or not. Um, I think it just shows how connected we all are. Hmm. Right. I, I think prior to that, it was real easy to kind of ease into your own little corner mm-hmm. and think, okay, well, we're going to you know, navigate whatever comes our way, not thinking about the pandemic necessarily. But but then I, I think it shows that, that no one lives on an island, mm-hmm. which— We're in know, this together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that um, the person who says what I do doesn't affect anyone else— I think is 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 burying their head in the sand. What we do does affect other people, yeah. and so I, I think th- seriously. The short answer for me, and then you can find out what Tyler thinks. But it's just simply knowing that that it's not just the people of South Point, Ohio. Hmm. You know, it, it's we are connected, and and that there are there is such a thing as a ripple effect, but. Just as as what apparently, and again, who knows, apparently started somewhere over across the big pond <laughs> and ended up going globally, right? Mm-hmm. What other things could we do in a positive way that, that could have the same, same effect as far as reaching out and the tentacles of that reaching out to a, a global community and making a difference, this good news that we, that we talk about? So I just think that, you know, my worldview— has only changed in the sense of now I know I'm not in this thing alone. Mm-hmm. We're we're in this thing together, and and no one does live on an island. We we live, we live in a global community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think very similarly. Like, it's it's funny, not funny, but um, peculiar when you think about flash flooding or a tornado or things like that that are isolated typically to one region. You know. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I feel like maybe ever, or at least in a long time, that it's like we're all going, somebody living on the East Coast is going through the same thing that somebody's living, you know, out on the West Coast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of realization does, I think, give you more of that, you know, we're in this together. Because it's, right. it's not just me. It's not just us here. It's mm-hmm. literally everybody all over the yeah. world. And as humbling, I guess, as that as that can be, you know, that. That, that this is that much bigger than you, it's, it's also very scary because mm-hmm. a global pandemic is not... Ding. Sorry. Does that mean my time is done? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tyler. That's all the time we have for today. <laughs> but, you know, a global pandemic is a scary thing, mm-hmm. you know, and people start talking about all the end times and things like that. And 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 it, and it can strike fear, but mm-hmm. I think that's when it's the most important to to 
to dig in there and find your answers. Right. You yeah, know. I find myself on that one, and I know there were several websites that were doing the number crunching, and yeah. it was changing you know, every two seconds. I find myself looking at that, saying, "Well, here's where New York's at, yeah. and, and here's where Florida's at, and yeah. here's where Indiana, my home, my home state. I'm, I'm pumping up my T-shirt that's an Indiana <laughs> T-shirt, um, and it did cause me to look beyond Lawrence County, Ohio. Yeah. You know, it meant look, and it was alarming." Uh, to, to know how quickly everything could change, not necessarily because of what we were doing, right, but because of what somebody in wherever, the Middle East, that's flying in a plane that's yeah. bringing something that they didn't know they had or, right. you know, whatever the case might be. So it, it kind of just broadened my view just to, to know that we're, we're, we're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you're, we're definitely not the same people that we were. That's no. for sure. Well, you're a freshman in college yeah. now, so. Yeah. Well, I, oh I think word. in a lot of ways, it's it's changed the way things are going to be forever. Even yeah. after COVID's gone, yeah. some of the things that came about during this pandemic are going to remain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and we've only got a few minutes left, I know, and so I'm going to go way ahead. <laughs> I'm not not ahead of your questions, but I'm going to say something that I had earlier, which was. In the middle of this, or even the earlier part of this, some pastors that I talked to on a weekly, bi-weekly basis were like, man, I can't wait till this thing gets over so we can get back to normal. Yeah. There, there ain't no back there to normal. There ain't no normal no there, more. <laughs> it's not, I don't think, and that could be a good thing. Yeah. There's not going, there's nothing going back to the way it was. Mm-hmm. I think every, this has touched everything, and, and we... We have to stop and take a look at, in church, how we do ministry. Mm-hmm. We have to look at, at who we're um, uh, touching and who we're not. And I don't, I don't mean physically touching, but how, how we're, what our reach Reaching. is, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I don't think there's, there's anything that's going back to, to normal. Mm-hmm. I think there's some people that feel comfortable watching church in their PJs mm-hmm. drinking coffee. Yeah. And they're not coming back, you know. Is that right or wrong? I I would rather them be here. I think there's yeah. strength in, in being together. I think there's a reason Agreed. why we call it the community of faith is so that we come together. But I mean, some people that that's they're just that's not going to go back to what quote unquote normal is, mm-hmm. and um, that's something else that you have to learn to navigate. Yeah. You know how do you how do you stay how do you keep those people connected to what you're doing? How do you disciple people virtually? I mean, it's yeah. It's a challenge. Mm-hmm. It's a challenge. Yeah. So uh, just, I think in closing, just any any thoughts that oh, you boy. would like to share? I know I, we didn't get to all the questions. I have eight but... more pages of notes. <laughs> uh, just go ahead and read them all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that there's just, there's still a lot of um, discussion, a lot of um, trying to figure out vaccines and New mandates, possibility. I, you know, the people that have come and said, "Hey, uh, if they make you have a vaccine passport, why wouldn't that be the mark of the beast? Because you're not going to be able to sell or buy or travel if you don't have." And, and there's a, a lot of unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I have all the answers because I don't. I'm mm-hmm. still trying to get up in the mornings, <laughs> live my life to make Jesus smile every day. And figure out what's best for our community of faith, you know. Um, But I I do know this. uh, The Bible says no greater love has a person than to lay their life down. Mm -hmm. 
Now, obviously, Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice, laid his life down for us that we might have life and have it more abundantly, have it eternally. But does that, does that scripture require us to literally, literally lay our lives down? Or is it, hey, I'm going to say this, I'll probably get in trouble. <laughs> I don't wear a mask when, when masks were mandated. And all, I don't wear a mask because I think it's protecting me. I, it's my personal opinion. I just don't think it protects me. But if it makes somebody else feel better, then I, I don't know that I'm breaking any great rules by wearing a mask. Yeah. But yet you got people that have uh, politicized it, monetized it, and... Uh, this is a new word, religiousized it, <laughs> you know, to where if you do this, you're going to go yeah, to hell. Right. And, and I don't know. I'm not ready to go there yet. Not, not to hell. I don't mean well, that, that came out wrong. <laughs> I'm not going to hell. I'm going to go to heaven, but I'm not ready to go to that place religiously to tell people that what I think is the only way that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just not ready to do that. And, you know, I have people asking me all the time about vaccines and and uh, masks and all that. Listen, you know, I, got, I had lunch with somebody once that said, I'm not taking the vaccine because I think that the vaccine has little metal shavings in it that's going to allow the government to track me. Yeah. I said, listen, you better get rid of your phone. Yeah. Because they're, they're already, already trying. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to take a, a vaccine to do that. Um, but and again, that's not me saying in favor or opposed to vaccines. I'm th I'm saying that information that people get to make decisions. Mm -hmm. They you just I, I just think you need to do your research. You need to really find it. Not don't just listen to your favorite commentator. Don't even listen to your favorite preacher and say, "Well, I'm going to make my decision based on." I think people need to dig down, find out what they what the Lord wants them to do, and then do it. And if if nobody else agrees with you, do what you feel like the Lord wants you to do. You know, and, and if people do agree with you, then hallelujah. You yeah. you know, that's a little bit of icing on the cake. But yeah, are you throwing things at me now? <laughs> yes, Allison's like shut up. She cut me off. She's like no, shut she's up, Pastor Terry. I'm gonna throw this at you. Sorry, I'm a little antsy. It's been a long day, but uh, yeah, I mean. For me, final final thoughts, I would say uh, realize where your priorities are. I mean, um, for me, thoughts on this subject is not priority in my life. Um, priority in my life is uh, my faith. Mm -hmm. And so whenever we are more informed about the numbers rather than the word of God, I think that that's a problem. Mm -hmm. um, I think that you, whatever you consume is what's going to shape how you live. Um, and so, uh, you know, if, if this is, if this is your Bible, if this is what you're basing your entire life off of, then I would just suggest that you, you find, you, you go to something better. Um, so, and another thing is don't, automatically demonize other people who have different opinions than you. We just need to be able to have these conversations, right. share our opinions, yes. and then come together in agreement on uh, our convictions, especially with scripture. I mean, fellow Christians, we, we need to be spurring one another to holiness, um, not condemning one another based on opinions about something that is so just trivial because mm -hmm. it changes so much. Um, so 
Well, and yeah. and and just to to tag on to that, it's amazing the number of people who can take scripture and make it say what they want it to say mm-hmm. to try to prove their point to try to make it. And, and I think we need to be careful there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, because uh, we're not supposed to change a, a, a jot or a tittle. I think is what the King James Version says. Mm-hmm. So we're we, you know we need to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, we. I don't think there's anything in the Bible that says you're going to go through a pandemic called COVID and you're going to be challenged with this and this and this, but we have to be informed by mm-hmm. what that what the Word says so that we can make mm-hmm. right decisions. And in the face of those decisions that we make, that we follow the decisions we're supposed to make, some people are not going to agree with that. And And the last thing I'll say, and you can close it out, is I think the biggest thing that's missing in the world today is just respect. Mm-hmm. Just some respect. Now, listen, Alice and I don't see it eye to eye on everything. I know that may surprise some people because we work so <laughs> well together. Because she's a little shorter than <laughs> She is shorter. And she looks more into my armpit than she does into my eyes. Um, but we don't see eye to eye on everything. Mm-hmm. But but we can sit down at the same table and have a discussion, yeah. have the dialogue. Especially as fellow believers. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So yeah. just, you know, have some, have some respect and have a little tolerance. Don't change your convictions. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the only son of God. Yeah. This COVID vaccine is not going to change that. Mm-hmm. He's still the son of God. Amen. So don't change your conviction, but be ready to at least listen to what other people have to say and 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 have your convictions, your beliefs, and your opinions and and uh, and just have some respect that mixed in with those things. And I think that we can go a lot further than where we've been able to go the last 18 months anyway. Yeah. Amen. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Almost an hour. Whew. Wow. Well, we, it has been a while since we've been yeah. in the It room, has. So. It has. We, we had, had to have, warm up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Got to catch up and stuff. But uh, yeah, just join. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, once again, send your questions to twagner977 at gmail.com. And uh, join us next week as we hit another super fun and uncontroversial topic. <laughs> we will see you then. Bye. <laughs> see ya.